Hi. Welcome back to Idris and Asmuts, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season three, episode four, called Sin City. So we start in a church. A nun is putting, um, that says labels away. Bibles. Bibles. <laughs> or hymnals. I'm not sure which one they were. They might have been hymnals. Okay. Well, she's putting something away. <laughs> she's putting books away. Yes. Uh, the candles start to flicker, and she gets startled by the priest who hands her another Bible or book. Hymnal. <laughs> or book. Or book. <laughs> and says, one more. That's all for tonight, sister. Come on, let me walk you to your car. So they notice a man on the balcony above. The priest says, Andy? And Andy says, Father, God's not with us. Not anymore. The priest says, of course he is. Why would you say that? What's wrong? Andy says, he can't help us. And if he can, he won't. Then he holds up a gun and shoots himself. Super sketchy. And the the nun. Oh, yeah. I said even more upsetting is the nun who starts screaming. (laughs) And like really poorly, too. It's one of those like, oh, what was it in Hollywood Babylon? Oh, yeah. She's just like, ah. Yeah, it was. But it was like the loud, obnoxious version of that. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, oh, and she was super jumpy, like, the whole time. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess if somebody just, like, kind of comes up behind you and is like, here, you know, you mm-hmm. might jump a little bit. But she just, like, seemed flighty the whole the time. The whole like, time, yeah. the beginning, you're kind of like, something's about to happen to her, isn't it? You know? Right, right. So then we get our opening title sequence. Uh, we cut to Bobby's house. He and Dean are cleaning weapons and making bullets. I think Bobby is cleaning the cult, right? I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sam comes into the room and says, hey, might have found some omens in Ohio. Dry lightning, barometric pressure drop. Dean says, well, that's thrilling. Sam says, plus some guy blows his head off in a church and another goes postal in a hobby shop. Before the cops take him out. Oh. <laughs> uh, he says, and another guy goes postal in a hobby shop before the cops take him out. Might be demonic omens. Dean says, or just a suicide and a psycho scrapbooker. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, but it's our best lead since Lincoln. Dean's like, where in Ohio? And Sam says, Elizabethville. Elizabethville. It's a half-dead factory town in the Rust Belt. Dean says, there's got to be a demon or two in South Beach. Sam says, sorry, Hef, maybe next time. How's it going, Bobby? Bobby says, slow. Dean says, I'll tell you, it's a little sad seeing the cult like that. Bobby says, well, the only thing it's good for now is figuring out what makes a tick. Sam says, so what makes a tick? Bobby gives him an annoyed look. Come on, dude. (laughs) Don't ask dumb questions. (laughs) Dean says, so if we want to go check out the omens in Ohio, you think you can have that thing ready by this afternoon? Bobby gives Dean an equally annoyed look (laughs) and says, well, it won't kill demons by then, but I can promise it'll kill you. (laughs) Like, shut up, dude, and go away. Yeah. Dean says, all right, come on, we're wasting the daylight. Sam says, okay, see you, Bobby. Bobby says, hey, you got, you boys run into anything, anything, you call me. So we cut to Elizabethville, Ohio. Sam and Dean are talking to the priest in his church. They're dressed up like insurance agents. The priest says, there's not much left for the insurance company. Uh, it was a suicide. I saw it myself. Dean says, well, this shouldn't take long then. The priest says, that's where Andy did it. It's the first time I'd seen him in weeks. He used to come by every Sunday. Sam asks, when did he stop? And the priest says, probably about two months ago, right around the time everything else started to change. Sam's like, change how? And the priest says, let's just say this used to be a town you could be proud of. People cared about each other. Andy sang in the choir. And then one day, he just wasn't Andy anymore. It was like he was 
Sam says, possessed? The priest says, you could say that. Gambled away his money, cheated on his wife, destroyed his business. Yes, like a switch had been flipped. Sam says, father, did you know the man who killed those folks in the hobby shop? The priest says, sure, Tony Perkins, good man. Sam says, would you say that his personality suddenly changed one day too? The priest says, I never thought about it that way, but yes, about the same time as Andy, about two months ago. Then Dean thanks the priest and Sam and Dean walk away. Sam says, two months ago, we open up the Devil's Gate. All of a sudden, this town turns into Margaritaville. It's no coincidence. <laughs> Wasting away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> I totally don't know the words to that song. Looking for my last shaker of salt. <laughs> oh, uh, some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's my own damn fault. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That seems like a good Dean song. <laughs> it is, yes. So we cut to Sam and Dean walking into their motel room. There are mirrors on the ceiling above the bed. Sketchy. Dean seems very amused about this. <laughs> ow, ow. Oh, God. Cat's on the table. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Did she claw you? Uh, I mean, you know, she's dug in a little bit. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so before Dean uh, closes the room door across the hall, another door opens, and Dean recognizes the guy standing there. His name is Richie. Dean says, I don't believe it. Then a scantily clad girl walks out of the room, and Richie says, Oh, uh, this is my sister, uh, Cheryl. Then Richie gives Cheryl some money, and they all watch her walk away. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Richie says, well, you know, stepsister. Dean invites Richie into his room and introduces him to Sam. Sam says, how do you two know each other? Dean says, uh, you were in school. Richie says, it wasn't, er, Richie says, it was at Succubus, right? Oh man, you should have seen the rack on this broad. Freaking tragedy when I had to gank her. Dean says, whoa, whoa, wait, who killed her? If I remember, your ass was toast until I showed up. Richie says, oh, I forgot what a comedian this guy was. <laughs> Dean says, I told you then, I'll tell you now, you're not cut out for the job. You're going to get yourself killed. Richie says... For your information, Winchester, words hurt. Maybe he's, <laughs> I, just, I love his accent, too. He's just like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> I, I think it's just hilarious that this is the guy that knows Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising. No. Nope. Like at all. <laughs> Dean says, so you find anything in town? Richie says, oh, no, I got nothing. Oh, wait a minute. You mean in demons and whatnot? No, I got nothing. Dean says, typical. What about your sister back there? <laughs> Richie says, honestly, she definitely had the devil in her, but she wasn't no demon. You oh, know what geez. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. Uh, <laughs> right, seriously. Church guy, hobby shop guy, they were lunch meat by the time I got there. Maybe they were possessed, but I can't prove it. Sam says, yeah, that's where we are, too. You know, let's just say the demons are possessing people in this town. You know, raising hell. Dean says, yeah, but why would a demon blow his brains out? Richie says, for fun? He wrecks one body, moves to another? You know, like taking a stolen car for a joyride? Dean says, anybody else left in town that fits the profile? You know, nice guy turned douche that's still breathing? (laughs) Richie says, there's Trotter. He used to be head of the Rotary Club. And then people say he turned bastard all of a sudden. Brought in the gambling and the hookers. He practically owns the whole town. He'll be at his bar in a few hours. So we cut to Sam and Dean pulling up to the bar. It's still daylight, and the bar is weirdly hopping. <laughs> Dean says, I thought you said uh, this was some boarded-up factory town. Sam says, it is. At least it's supposed to be. 
There's a bunch of young, attractive women hanging around. And Dean says, well, what are we waiting for? Let's do some research. (laughs) Then Dean walks by a car with its door open. There's a prostitute. Maybe a prostitute. She looks a little prostitute-y. I mean, you know. (laughs) She beckons to Dean with her finger. And he comes back and looks at her appreciatively. Sam (laughs) comes and drags Dean away. So they go inside and run into Richie. He points out Trotter. Richie says, he sits there all night. Can't touch him. Sam's like, so what do we do now? And Dean says, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to do a little investigating with that bartender. (laughs) Richie says, easy. Me and her, we got a little something something lined up for later. Dean says, yeah, right. (laughs) Richie says, stings, don't it? Okay, listen, though. If you had to pick between Richie or Dean, clear choice, Dean. Yes. Like, not even a competition. Right. Richie's like, got, he's like, got a bowling shirt. With yeah. like the chain and like the greasy, greasy hair, hair yeah. You know, it's like um, it's not it's not a good look. Like short yeah. and quite you know, just like the opposite of Dean, like complete opposite of he Dean. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he does kind of seem like a sweetie though. He seems like he would be a really like good friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, you friend zoned like, Richie. I know, right? <laughs> like he'd be one of those people that'd be fun to hang out with and be friends with, but you would never want to date. You know? Yeah, <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay, Richie says, all right, I got to hit the head. Release the hostages. Be back in a few. And that's why <laughs> he would be simply a friend. <laughs> he, like, I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he walks away. Um, in my house, not I mean, growing up, we would say, got to take a grumpy. What? <laughs> a grumpy. What is that even like? I don't know. That's just what we call poop sometimes. Grumpy. See, I automatically went for like, because grumpy, like pee, something. Oh. Like, I don't, like, that makes no sense to me. I don't know. I don't know how it came about. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> so to Sam, Dean says, no way he gets a girl like that. I mean, look at her. You could stick that ass on a nickel. Someone says, you think so? And it's the priest sitting at the bar. Dean says, oh, sorry, Padre. The priest, whose name is Father Gill, says, knew you boys would find your way here. They all do. Sam says, no offense, but what are you doing here, Father? Father Gill says, like it or not, you go where your flock is. (laughs) He's not so straight-laced. Nope. Nope. (laughs) The hot bartender comes over and says, plus, the clergy drinks for free. Father Gill says, true, and a certain bartender owes me a confession. The bartender... In a super sketchy way, too. That's a little lecherous. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like a, you owe me, like, come on. Like, yeah. this is where he's like, you owe me a confession. It's yeah. Like, it's a little saucy for <laughs> a priest. Yeah. So the bartender, whose name is Casey, um, says, not in this lifetime, Father. And she takes a <laughs> shot. Father Gill says, I better see your butt on Sunday. Then he turns to Dean and says, nickel or no nickel. Which, which all of it was just a little sleazy. It was so sketchy. Yeah. So he walks away and Casey says, what can I get for you boys? Dean says, what's your specialty? Casey says, I make a mean hurricane. Dean says, I guess we'll see about that. She goes off to make one and Sam says, you drink hurricanes? Dean says, I do now. <laughs> I've never had a hurricane. I don't know what's in it. I don't know either. I was going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look it up and maybe make that a drink sometime. I know, right? We'll have to. Yeah. I had a purple nurple. Did I tell you? I think so. At that at that bar in Vegas, I had a purple nurple and oh, it yeah. was delicious. 
Like recently when you yeah. were? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you said you'd had one before, though. I don't... I can't remember I if I'd had one before. A, I think I like told like a story about... No. Maybe not. I uh, did know. I tell a story about black opals, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, the purple nurple. The purple nurple. Purple nurple. <laughs> it was delicious. Is that I recommend. Like grape flavored. I would assume it'd be grape ish. I was like drunk berry. and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to revisit it. So we cut to two dudes in the same bar. One says, "Hi, John." The other says, "Reggie, everything okay with you?" Reggie says, "I don't know. I'm just not feeling myself today." Then Sam notices that Reggie has a gun. Reggie shoots John and then puts the gun under his own chin, but Dean tackles him before he can kill himself. Sam starts sprinkling holy water on them, but nothing (laughs) happens. Reggie says, what are you doing? He slept with my wife. That bastard slept with my wife. Sam yells, somebody call 911. And so Casey does. Then Sam and Trotter lock eyes for an uncomfortable amount of time. Um, This guy Trotter. (laughs) He's totally... Uh, of course, I can't remember the actor's name. He passed away in the last couple of years. Um, but he is a major character on the Twin Peaks okay. series. And I just feel like he is so wasted in this episode. Like, I don't even... He says, like, he has, like, three lines. Oh. And for such a, like, dope-ass actor, yeah. I was really bummed that he didn't have a bigger... It's like, what the heck? Like, I think that actor should have been the priest. Hmm. So, it was just... I don't remember... Honestly, I don't remember who he is, because... I can't remember his name now, of course. Um, no, like, even in the episode. Like, I don't oh, remember what, you know. Okay. In the So, Twin Peaks um, went for two seasons and a movie, and it got renewed for a third season 25 years later. So, this was, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. So, it aired, and this actor had died before um, they could film the third season, mm-hmm. and, they, and he was totally in it anyways. Yeah. Just like old footage. And he, oh, at one yeah. point, he was just like a floating head yeah. in the void. I mean, like what you what they did with like Star Wars or whatever, right? When, yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, Carrie, I almost wanted to say Bradshaw for some reason. I know that's not right. That's nope. Sex in the City. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've watched one episode. I don't know why oh, that's what that's popped so into funny. my head. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it was, Yeah. I don't, I don't remember him at all. Yeah. Well, I love but. him. He plays... You. We're going to watch Twin Peaks. We're going to watch all of it. <laughs> I think we've watched like two episodes. Also, I'd just like to say <laughs> that when Dean's like doing all the tackling and all that sort of stuff, Sam, all he can do is just like spraying water on people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like flickering water on people. <laughs> like, you do the heavy work, buddy. You just... Fing, fing, yeah. Like, okay. It reminded me of um, the Hollywood parody um, when they're doing the Shake It Off when um, Osric dressed as Sam is like shooting ho- like the holy water flask everywhere. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, we got to rewatch it's it. It's been then. a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Got to rewatch it. <laughs> um, okay. So we cut to Reggie getting handcuffed. Sam says to Dean, too many cops in here. I say we roll. Dean says, just be cool. Poor jerk. The only thing possessing him was a sixer of Pabst. <laughs> Sam says, so what's the deal then? People in this town getting possessed or not? Dean says, I don't know. Maybe it is just what it is. Town full of scumbags. Sam says, yeah, maybe. A cop comes over and says, you boys ready for your mugshot? He laughs and says, the photographer is going to be here in a few. Take your picture for the local paper. Dean says, be an honor, officer. What a thrill. (laughs) The cop walks away. (laughs) Yeah. The cop walks away and Sam says, yep, time to go. (laughs) Dean says, wait a second. Where's Richie? 
We cut to Richie and Casey getting out of a car. Richie says, so how's a bartender afford a place like this? Because it's like a freaking, like, castle mansion. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, a dingy one. Like, not clean. You can tell there's, like, dust and cobwebs. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Not a place you want to be. I mean, unless you're ghost hunting, and then it's definitely a place you want to (laughs) be. See, listen, I'd be more afraid of the spiders. Oh, yes. Um, She says, my parents left it to me. I don't come out here much, mostly when I want to be alone. Uh, Richie looks totally thrilled. (laughs) So we cut to them walking down some stairs into what looks like a dungeon. Richie says, wow, this is charming. You sure you wouldn't be more comfortable in a bedroom or maybe my motel room? I mean, not for nothing, but you know. I got oils. <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like the first, when he said that, I immediately looked at his hair. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do, buddy. You do have oils. And it's not the good kind. You know? <laughs> God, so gross. <laughs> You're greasy. <laughs> Casey says, but I have toys. <laughs> Richie says, yeah, no, toys trump oils. <laughs> gross. Gross, Jeez. gross. Okay. All of it is just wrong. <laughs> Case- None of that should have yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> Casey starts lighting candles, and Richie says, you don't get scared down here all by yourself? Casey says, of course not. Not when I've got a hunter to protect me. Then she blinks, and her eyes go demon black. Richie pulls out a knife and rushes her, but she grabs his head and snaps his neck all the way around. Like, complete 180. Yeah. His head is backwards. Yes. (laughs) Nothing about it is right. (laughs) So we cut to Sam and Dean still at the bar. Dean is on his phone trying to get a hold of Richie. Sam says, you do realize there's red meat within striking distance, right? Dean says, how many times I got to tell Richie he's going to get himself in trouble? (laughs) Sam says, Dean, you're assuming he's missing. I mean, maybe he just bailed. Dean says, he's a moron. I mean, he's a sweet moron, but he's not a coward. He wouldn't just bail. I got to go find him. Sam says, all right. Meanwhile, I think I'm going to trail this trotter guy. I don't know. Something about the way he looked at me last night. Maybe there is something going on here. So we cut to Bobby in the morning doing some target practice with the Colt. Looking very frustrated, by the way. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's like shooting it, but it's like not shooting straight or something. He's trying to dial it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so suddenly Ruby is there. She says, cute piece. Bobby says, who are you? She says, it won't stop a demon if that's what you think. Bobby says, how the hell would you know? Ruby says, oh, I don't know. Then she shows Bobby her demon eyes. She's so sassy. I love, I love her. It. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Um, she says, call it an educated guess. Bobby says, well, ain't I lucky then. Found a subject for a test fire. Ruby says, luck has nothing to do with it. But hey, by all means, take your best shot. Bobby points the gun at her, but he hesitates. She says, are you going to stand there like a panty waist or are you going to shoot me? <laughs> Nobody calls Bobby a panty waist. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby shoots her right in the chest. Just like, she, sucker. You know? She says, ouch, that smarts a little. <laughs> Bobby says, what do you want? Ruby says, peace on earth, a new shirt. Now, do you want me to help you? Uh, do you want me to help you out with that gun or what? So we cut to Sam following Trotter. Dean calls him and tells Sam to meet him at the bar. Uh, we cut to the bar. A woman comes up to Dean and says, I got to tell you, every woman in this place, they want to eat you up. I mean. I mean. <laughs> also. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Dean says, well, hey, anybody could have tackled that guy. 
and wrestled the gun away and prevented mass murder. <laughs> she says, here's what I'm going to do. Normally, I charge 400 a night, but why don't we call it an even deuce and get the hell out of here? Like, oh, she's take down a peg. Totally took him down a peg. Yeah. Just, nope. Mm-mm. I love it. <laughs> Dean says, what do I look like? She says, what do I look like, cheapskate? She walks away, and Casey, who is eavesdropping, laughs and says, did I just see you strike out with a prostitute? How's that work? Uh, Dean says, I just told her I had a thing for the bartender. It was pretty easy. That's a pretty slick line. I gotta say, that was was pretty good. That's clever. Yeah. He came up with that pretty well on the fly. Yeah. I gotta say, it probably would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a bartender. You know, yeah. I'm not, but still. <laughs> Casey says, who says the bartender's available? Dean says, that's a good question. You got something going on with a guy about yay tall, wears a sweatsuit. She says, who? Dean says, no, my mistake. What do you say you and me grab a drink after your shift? Casey says, I say, why wait when we can go right now? So we cut to Sam sneaking around Trotter's office. One of Trotter's dudes catches him and they fight. Then Trotter puts a gun to Sam's head and says, what are you doing here? Sam says, I think you know. Trotter says, well, I think I'm calling the cops. Sam says, cops? Trotter says, breaking and entering, assault. (laughs) You're in a peck of trouble, my friend. In a peck. Yeah. (laughs) Just a peck. (laughs) Sam says, oh, well, I think I could probably explain it. Then he grabs the gun away and says, okay, get back. Trotter says, money's in the safe. Take it and go. Sam says, I don't want your money. I just got to be sure. Then he splashes holy water on them, but nothing happens. They're just like, what the heck? Trotter says, what kind of psycho are you? (laughs) Sam says, oh, God, uh, I'm sorry. I think this is just a minor misunderstanding. How about I just leave? Breaking in to sprinkle them. (laughs) Yeah. Then he takes takes the bullets out of the gun and puts the gun down and says, have a nice day. (laughs) So we cut to Casey showing Dean her dungeon. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> I know. I mean. Hmm. I mean. I'm going to call it my dungeon from now on. <laughs> that works because Eric plays D&D and he could be my dungeon master. Oh, okay, listen. Was that crossing the line? That was... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it was crossing the line, but it was a little bit too much. (laughs) Okay, for you folks at home, I'm sorry. (laughs) But only a little bit. Okay. Dean says, (laughs) looks like the maid's day off. Everything okay? She takes off her jacket, kisses him, and says, make yourself comfortable. Dean says, oh, I forgot to mention, Richie was a friend of mine. When I realized I could track the GPS in a cell phone, I swung by earlier. Gave him a proper burial. It's better than rotting in some skank's basement. (laughs) She tries to attack him, but is held back by an invisible barrier. Dean says, oops, and pulls up a corner of the rug she's standing on. There's a devil's trap on the ground. (laughs) Dean says, isn't that a buzzkill? Sorry, sister, but you're going back to where you came from. She says, I don't think so. Dean starts the exorcism, but Casey is making it very windy with her demon powers. Uh, The book flies out of Dean's hand, and the walls start caving in. Casey looks very pleased with herself, and Dean says, What are you laughing at, bitch? You're still trapped. She says, So are you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut to Dean. They're just bitching at each other. I know. (laughs) I like it. So we cut to Dean looking for the exorcism book. I think it's his dad's journal that he's reading from. I'm not quite sure. 
I don't, um, yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Casey says, lose something. Dean says, all you demons have such smart mouths. She says, it's a gift. <laughs> Dean says, yeah, well, let's see if you're smiling when I send your ass back to hell. Casey says, without your little exorcism book, hey, go ahead. So Dean tries, but fails. <laughs> uh, he fails to remember the right words. Casey says, having a little trouble there, sport? Nice try, but I think you just ordered a pizza. Totally just poking him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to push your buttons because you know nothing. Yep. <laughs> she says, I guess you should have paid more attention in Latin class. Dean says, I don't know what you're smiling about. You're not going anywhere. She says, and apparently neither are you. <laughs> Dean says, yeah, but I got someone coming for me. And uh, he did pay attention in class. <laughs> Casey says, oh, right, Sam. Everyone says he's the brains of the outfit. Dean says, everyone? <laughs> he's bothered. <laughs> Casey says, sure, you Winchester boys are famous. Not Lohan famous, but, you know. Dean what? says, what? Lohan famous? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I, yeah. I thought you said Lohan famous. Oh, no. I was like, wait, Lohan. Lohan? Is that how you say her last name? Lohan? Lohan? Yeah. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. That's Whatever, okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have thought that, too, if I wasn't reading the captions. <laughs> I actually think I watched this whole episode with the sound off because Killian was asleep five feet away from me. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Dean says, well, that's flattering. I'll be sure to let Sam know when he gets here. Casey says, if he shows up first. What, you thought I was flying solo? You shouldn't underestimate. It might be the death of you. You can give me hard eyes all you want, but the fact remains, we just have to wait and see who shows up first, the Calvary or the Indians. <laughs> okay, all you said was, you can give me hard eyes if you want. I just kept thinking bedroom eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's come up more than a few times. Yeah, it has. And, you know, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Dean's bedroom eyes. I'm sure we do. Oh, we do? I just can't picture of times, it. I think. Yeah. There's a couple of... Bedroom There's by an moments. Impala scene. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about too. <laughs> <laughs> and oh um, yeah. There's a oh hold on. There's I'm thinking a- about it. I think throughout the series that we see Sam get down more than we see Dean get down. You know, I think we do. Yeah. And Dean is always like sensual and soft, and Sammy is like I'm going to throw you up against this sink. Take it. <laughs> like, He's like aggressive about it's it. It's complete opposite of what you would think they would be. Yeah, totally. Dean's all like, oh, you know, like. Sensual uh, moments. I know. And Sam's like. Giddy There's up. a wall. Get over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yippee-yay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, all I can think of is like, oh, I saw this thing on Facebook that I thought it was hilarious. It was on some sort of like um, equine related website or site that I follow on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it was like, those days when you say to your horse, you've yeed your last hoss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I've seen a bunch of that with Dean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with that with that saying it's like showing up in all my supernatural pages you've yeed your last talk yeah yeah yep. <laughs> so we cut to sam at the bar looking for dean the prostitute who propositioned dean is checking him out she says you look kind of tense you know i know a surefire way, way to relax i thought that was sam i did say sam didn't i you said dean um i said 
We cut to Sam at the bar looking for Dean. The prostitute oh, who okay. propositioned <laughs> Dean is checking him out. Yeah. It's so checking Sam, Sam out. Sam out, yeah. Okay. I was just like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So she says, you look kind of tense. You know, I know a surefire way to relax. I'm sure she does. <laughs> Sam says, maybe later. Then he gets a bartender's attention and says, you remember the guy I was with last night? The bartender says, the big hero who jumped on Reggie. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, yeah, the big hero. Hero. <laughs> right. Um, have you seen him around at all today? The bartender says, maybe. Depends. Sam's like, depends on what? The bartender just smiles and says, uh, the bartender just smiles and Sam says, does everyone around here have their hand out? <laughs> Sam gives the bartender some money and the guy says, he left with Casey about an hour ago. Doesn't even hesitate the second the money hits his hand. Exactly. <laughs> Sam says, any idea where they went? And the bartender says, her place. For Bible study. <laughs> Sam says, you got an address? And the bartender says, what's wrong with you? You think I'm going to give you a co-worker's address just so you can go over there and get your freaky peeping Tom rocks off? <laughs> Sam hands him some more money. And the bartender says, corner of Piermont and Clinton. Have fun. <laughs> Immediately. Again. <laughs> yep. Just wants some money. <laughs> so we cut to Dean trying to get a cell signal. Casey says, why don't you relax? Dean says, why don't you kiss my ass? She says, why, Dean? You're a poet. I had no idea. Look, we won't have any effect on the outcome of this, so we might as well be civil. Dean says, civil, huh? Killing Richie? That was civil? The guy was harmless. Casey says, that knife he pulled on me didn't look so harmless. He says, oh, a knife wouldn't hurt you. She says, no, but it would damage this body. And Casey has such a fine body, I wouldn't want to see it ripped. I like that she says ripped. I know, right? That's like gross. of all the things. I yeah. mean, you know, it makes sense. It's like when you get you know, a rip in your pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like the way you said that. I don't know. <laughs> it's all I can come up with at this okay. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> Dean says, a demon with a heart. Wow. Well, you know, there's a bunch of dead people in town that might disagree with you. Casey says, hey, I didn't pull any triggers. Dean says, you did something. Casey says, you want to know what I did? What I really did? I had lunch. Me and Trotter. He had a cheeseburger. I had a salad. And I just pointed out that money could be made with a few businesses that cater to harmless vice. So Trotter built it, and man, did they come. Supposedly, God-fearing folk, waist-deep in booze, sex, and gambling. I I barely lifted a finger. You don't get it. All you got to do is nudge humans in the right direction. Some whiskey here, a hooker there, and they'll walk right into hell with big fat smiles on their faces. Your kind is corrupt, Dean. Weak. Our will's stronger. That's why we'll win. Dean says, and this is how it ends? Casey says, no, that's how it begins. Dean says, I thought the meek shall inherit the earth. She says, oh, according to your Bible. It's only a book, Dean. He says, not everyone would agree. And she says, because it's God's book. Do you believe in God, Dean? I'd be surprised if you did. He says, I don't know. I'd like to. Casey says, well, I don't see how you and your God have done such a bang-up job. War, genocide, and it only gets worse. I mean, this past century, you people racked up a body count that amazed even us. It's our turn now, and we're going to do it right this time. Then they hear a noise outside. Casey says, don't be hopeful, Dean. You're not delivered. It's only the wind. (laughs) So we cut to Sam, who has gone to the address the bartender gave him. He found some sulfur, but no Casey or Dean. So he leaves a message on Bobby's machine explaining the situation and asks for help. And then he goes back to the bartender and says, hey, excuse me, they weren't there. The bartender says, I guess you got to catch your jollies another night. Here, why don't you have a drink and relax? 
Sam says, I don't want to relax. What is it with the people in this town? The bartender says, suit yourself, princess. Then Sam notices Father Gill sitting at a table, so he goes over to him. Sam says, Father, can I talk to you for a sec? Uh, Cut back to Dean and Casey. Dean says, you know you're piling it on pretty high there, sweetheart. I'm not sure I'm buying. Casey says, why would I lie? Dean says, demons lie. She says, some do. Some are true believers. Dean says, believers in what? She says, what? You think humans have an exclusive on a higher power? Dean says, you have a god? She says, sure. His name's Lucifer. Dean says, you mean the devil? She says, your word, not ours. Lucifer actually means light bringer. Look it up. Once he was the most beautiful of all of God's angels. (laughs) But God demanded that he bow down before man. And when he refused, God banished him. Tell me, Dean, how do you like bowing down before lesser creatures? Dean says, Lucifer's really real? She says, well, no one's actually seen him, but they say that he made us into what we are. And they say that he'll, they say that he'll return. Dean says, oh, yeah, and you believe that? She says, I've got faith. So you see, it's my kind. Uh, is my kind really all that different than yours? Dean says, well, except that uh, demons are evil. Casey <laughs> says, humans are such a lovable bunch. Dick Cheney. Dean says, he one of yours? She says, not yet. <laughs> Let's just say he's got a parking spot reserved for him downstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dean says, hey, speaking of downstairs, what's it like down there? She says, what, hell? That's right. You booked a one-way ticket with that deal. You're not going to like it, Dean. And uh, judging from the trouble you've caused, I don't think you'll be getting the presidential suite. No, it's a pit of despair. Why do you think we want to come here? Cut back to Sam and Father Gill. Sam says, so the bartender the other night, Casey, you know her pretty well? Father Gill says, since she was in pigtails. Sam says, well, um, she and my brother, they uh, left tonight (laughs) together. (laughs) Father Gill says, ah, well, not that I approve, but they are consenting adults. I'm sorry, you said brother. I thought you were insurance investigators. Sam says, right, right. Well, we are. Um, It's like a family business, you know. Anyways, so I went to Casey's apartment and they weren't there. I just have this feeling that they might be in trouble. Father Gill says, what kind of trouble? Sam says, just trouble. Please, Father, I need your help. Is there anything you can tell me about Casey? Anywhere she would go, maybe? Father Gill says, yes, there is a place. Let me get my jacket. Sam says, no, wait, Father, I can do this by myself. But Father Gill says, son, if Casey's really in trouble, then there's nothing to talk about. Then Father Gill turns around so his back's to Sam, and while he puts his jacket on, we see his eyes go demon black. The Padre is not kosher. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he is not at all. Yeah. So he says, shall we go? And we cut back to Dean. Casey says, kind of funny, don't you think? You and me sitting here like a couple of regular folk. Dean says, it's hilarious. You know, in that apocalyptic sort of way. Casey says, you're all right, Dean. The others don't describe you that way. But, you know, you're likable. Dean says, a demon likes me. Sorry, I don't know how to respond to that. She (laughs) says, you could say thanks. That deal you made to save Sam, a lot of others would mock you for it. Think it was weak or stupid? I don't. Dean says, it's been kind of liberating, actually. What's the point in worrying about a future when you don't have one, huh? She says, still, a year left. You're not scared? Dean says, nah. She says, not even a little? Dean says, of course not. We cut back to Father Gill driving with Sam in the car. Father Gill says, so insurance investigating, you enjoy the work? Sam says, yeah, I like being able to help people. Father Gill says, you ever think about doing anything else? Sam says, like what? 
Father girl, father girl, <laughs> father girl, father girl, <laughs> father Gill says anything. You seem like a pretty smart kid. Somehow I see you out in front of the pack. You could do some great things. Sam, like leading a demon army? I know. <laughs> Maybe. Sam says, I don't know. I like doing what I'm doing, I guess. Father Gill says, well, it's your life. Does Dean find trouble often? Sam says, yeah, Dean finds his fair share. <laughs> Father girl, father girl. I'm just gonna call him father girl because I keep doing it. (laughs) Father girl says, "Well, it's a good thing he has you, his brother's keeper." We cut back to Casey laying on the ground, stretching, and Dean is watching. (laughs) Casey says, "Why, Dean? If I didn't know better, I'd say that was lust in your eyes." Well, it would. She is trying pretty hard. She is. Yeah. Yes. Um. Excuse me. Uh, well, it would be one way to spend the time, but I don't think you'd respect me in the morning. Dean says, that's okay. I mean, hey, I barely respect you now. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty awesome yeah. comeback. Like, yeah. mm, okay. Hey, can I ask you a question? So the gate opened. The demon army was let out. What now, huh? I'm not seeing a big honking plan here. Casey says, honestly, there was a plan. Azazel was a tyrant, but he held us all together. Dean says, Azazel? She says, you think his friends just called him Yellow Eyes? <laughs> he had a name. After you did him in, it all fell apart. Dean says, sorry about that. So what, no chain of command? She says, there was. It was Sam. Sam was supposed to be the Grand Pooba and lead the big army. But <laughs> For he- some reason, that every time somebody says the Grand Pooba, I always like crack up. And I don't know why. It's just the funniest term to me. Yeah, it is. Like, I agree. I just think back to Winnie the Pooh for some reason. Right. I just can't, or like Pumbaa or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, uh, Sam was supposed to lead the big army, but he hasn't exactly stepped up to the plate, has he? Dean says, thank God for that. She says, again, with God, you think this is a good thing? Now you've got chaos, a war without a front, hundreds of demons all jockeying for power, all fighting for the crown, most of them gunning for your brother. For the record, I was ready to follow Sam. So we cut to Sam and Father Girl arriving at Casey's. <laughs> they get out of the car, and Sam yells Dean's name. Dean and Casey hear him, and Casey says, looks like you win. Sam bangs on the front door, but no one answers, so he tells Father Gill to check around the house uh, one way while he goes the other. Dean yells, Sammy, down here. The basement's caved in. They can see each other through some high basement windows. Sam says, hold on, okay, we're coming. Dean says, who's we? Sam says, I'm here with the father. Dean says, Sammy, be careful. So Sam goes back to the front of the house where Father Girl is waiting. He shows Sam his demon eyes. Then a gun goes off uh, and almost hits Father Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Father Girl, there's something just not quite right about that. I know. I just, I can't stop. (laughs) I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. (laughs) So gun goes off and it's Bobby. But Father Girl mind powers Bobby (laughs) who flies through the air. Then he makes... Sam fly through the car windshield, or fly into the car windshield. Father Girl then walks into the house, and Sam goes over to Bobby, who hands him the colt and says, go. Then we see Ruby is also there. She says, you heard the man, go. So we cut to the dungeon. Father Girl manages to get inside and mind powers Dean into a wall. Then he breaks the devil's trap, and he and Casey make out. Uh, That was kind of disturbing to watch, not going to lie. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, wait, Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just no. Yep. So Dean gets up and says, you two? Father Girl says, first centuries. Mm-hmm. We've been to hell and back. Literally. 
Casey says to Father Girl, leave him be. But Father Girl puts his hand around Dean's neck and lifts him into the air. Casey says, don't kill him. Let's just go, please. Then Sam shoots Father Girl with the Colt and he dies. Casey looks horrified. Sam aims the gun at Casey and Dean says, Sam, wait. But Sam kills Casey too. I thought that was very sweet, actually, that Casey was like, don't hurt Dean. Let's just leave. And that Dean was trying to stop Sam from killing Casey. Mm -hmm. That was kind of nice. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. Kind of nice. And it's all, it's usually the opposite. Like, Sam's always the, can I try and save this person? You know, where Dean's just like, just waste him. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So we cut to the morning. Dean and Bobby are walking through the town streets. Dean says, well, what do you think, Bobby? What we did here, you think it made a difference? Bobby says, two less demons to worry about. That's not nothing. Dean says, yeah, but Trotter's still alive. Bobby says, humans ain't our job. Dean says, yeah, but do you think anything's really going to change? Maybe these people uh, do just want to really destroy themselves. That was an awkward sentence. Maybe (laughs) these people do just want to really destroy themselves. Maybe it's a losing battle. Bobby says, is that you or the demon girl talking? Dean says, oh, it's me. Demon is dead. So is that hot girl that it was possessing? So was that hot girl it was possessing. Mm-hmm. Bobby says, well, it had to be done. Sam was saving your life. Dean says, yeah, but you didn't see it, Bobby. It was cold. Bobby, back in Wyoming, uh, there was this moment. Yellow Eyes said something to me. Bobby's like, what did he say? Dean says, that maybe when Sam came back from wherever, that maybe he came back different. Bobby says, different how? Dean says, I don't know. Whatever it was, it didn't sound good. You think something's wrong with my brother? Bobby says, no, demons lie. I'm sure Sam's okay. Dean says, yeah, me too. So we cut to Sam in the motel room. Ruby walks in and says, leaving so soon? We haven't even had a chance to celebrate. Sam says, yeah, well, you can celebrate without me. Ruby says, you're not going to get all pouty on me now, are you? (laughs) Come on, you killed two demons today. Sam says, yeah, well, maybe you don't care, but I killed two humans too. Ruby says, Sam, you know what happens when demons piggyback humans. They leave them road hard and put up wet. Chances are those two would have died a slow, sticky death. You probably did them a favor. Sam says, did them a favor? You're a cold bitch. You know that? Ruby says, yeah, and this cold bitch has saved your ass a couple times now. Some respect might be nice, (laughs) especially if you want me to help you out with Dean and his little problem. Sam says, you know what? You keep dangling that. But last I checked, Dean's still going to hell. Ruby says, everything in its own time, Sam, but there's a quid pro quo here. There's a quid pro quo here. Every time I've tried to say that my entire life, I've stumbled. (laughs) Well, you did it good that last time. Okay, thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, We're in a war. Sam says, right, but for some reason, you're fighting on our team. Now tell me, why is that again? Ruby says, go screw yourself. That's why. I don't have to justify my actions to you, Sam. If you don't want my help, fine. Then give me the gun and I'll pass it on to somebody who will use it. Sam points the gun at her and says, maybe I'll just use it on you. She shrugs and says, go ahead if that makes you happy. It's not going to do much for Dean, though. So what's it going to be? Sam puts the gun down and she says, that's my boy. This won't be easy, Sam. You're going to have to do things that go against that gentle nature of yours. That gentle nature of yours. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be collateral damage, but it has to be done. Sam says, well, I don't have to like it. She says, no, you wouldn't be Sam if you did. On the bright side, I'll be there with you. (laughs) That little fallen angel on your shoulder. And credits. (laughs) Okay, half thoughts. Okay. So, 
First of all, Bobby wasn't all that convincing when he was like, no, there's nothing wrong with No, him. there was a long pause where he was like, uh, like uh, no, he's fine. No. Like, no. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, also, is this the first time that they actually mention Lucifer? Like, yes. By name? Is, yeah, I think that's an interesting fact. So okay. it's like the first. Yeah. yeah. You'll read it in a sec. I mean, because they like said things about like the devil or whatever, you know, but this is the first time they've actually like said the name. Yes. Um... The, oh, what's her face? Casey, when she's in the trap, mm-hmm. how does she still have powers? That didn't make any sense to me because I, usually they go into the trap. I mean, we saw that in previous episodes too, mm-hmm. like, and they're, they can't do anything. Like, they're just stuck there. There have been a couple times, I don't know if it's happened yet um, or not, but that a demon has still been able to use some powers, but they're stuck there. Yeah, but isn't it one of the ones that are like usually pretty powerful though? Not just like your run of the mill. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I guess they did say that they'd been around for, like, centuries, so. Yeah, that's true. But, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) this is also, like, I think the first time that Dean actually wants to do research. Uh, yeah. Let's do some research. Yeah. Let's do this. It's Dean's type of research. (laughs) Exactly. Also, with Dean, I think this is the first vibrating bed. (laughs) Like at the very beginning in the episode, he's like, no, there, there was a an episode earlier with the magic fingers and him running oh, out of quarters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't remember a vibrating bed in this one. It was at the very beginning, and it wasn't like they talked about it at all. I just remember like seeing oh, just a, in the room, like with the Dean mirrors. like looked at it and appreciated it, maybe or something. Oh, like it wasn't talked about. I missed it. Okay, but I don't. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Those are all. I mean, this is like such a Dean episode. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah, this was a things. good episode. I, yeah. I when Dean was like saying that he is not afraid, you know how Casey was asking him like, "Oh, you're going to hell in a year," you know, mm-hmm. "Are you are you afraid?" And he's like, "Nah," and she's like, "Not even a little." And he's like, "No, no, I'm not." He seemed to be genuine, but I he's got to be. He's got to be. He's. I, I mean, mean, he is a good liar. Yeah, that is kind of part it of his job. It might be that he's still stuck in like the relief of it all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Of like Sam's alive and that's worth it. So yeah, you know whatever. And I think too, like, because he was saying that, like, you know, it's kind of nice to not have to like worry about the future when you don't have one. You know, right. it's just like live in the moment, sort of thing. Yeah. So hmm. I mean, there's that. Okay, but anyways, what was your favorite part of the episode? Oh, <laughs> I had one and now I forgot it. Um, I'm going to say I actually really liked when Ruby like showed herself to Bobby mm-hmm. and she's just like, come on and shoot me. And he's like, fine. <laughs> she had her sassy pants <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love this character. I love this actress. Yeah. As Ruby so much. So yeah. I like her. Too. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Um... I think my favorite moment is when Dean's like, what are we waiting for? Let's do some research. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just a little, I mean, it's not out of character, but the research part of it is out of character. Right. So right. I thought that that was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good moment. So our interesting facts for this episode. Um, the first one is the establishing aerial shot of the Impala traveling through green fields dotted with livestock was also used in skin. Oh, which, okay. I didn't feel I didn't. like it's something we'd already seen before, so. Mm-hmm. No. I'm sure if we were to, like, go and look, it would probably be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but still. <laughs> um, Sam calls Dean Hef when he wishes that there was demonic activity in the South Beach, referring to Hugh Hefner, founder of Playboy. Yep. Oh, Hef. 
No, half. Isn't he? Didn't he die a few he years ago? He did die, yeah. Like, was it a few years ago or just somewhat recently? A few years ago. Okay, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't keep up with Playboy. So. I know. I remember it. <laughs> I remember like a TMZ article about it or something. Yeah. 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 I vaguely remember seeing something, but I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sin City is a song by ACDC. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's that. Quid pro quo is you Latin. Said it! Is Latin for something for something. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, eh, you know. Uh, the church that Sam and Dean go to speak with the pastor happens to be the same church Anna is hiding in season four of Supernatural. Oh, okay. So they reuse so, it. Okay. Yeah. Um, when Dean and Bobby are crossing the street outside the bar at the end of the episode, you can see that it's the same street used in Eureka outside Jack Carter's sheriff's office. Oh, yeah. you got to watch Eureka. Okay. I was like... Mm. That's not... A, yeah, that's a, that's a TV show. I told you about it a little bit. It's like this um, little, tiny, secluded town, and I think it's supposed to be in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I might be lying to you. Um, where it's filled with geniuses, like literal geniuses who... Um, oh. And this sheriff like, drives through town accidentally, and, you know, no one's supposed to know about it because a lot of them work for, like, the Department of Defense. And Oh, yeah. I think you... I, I told did, you about yeah. it. It's it like, sounds vaguely familiar. It's really good. It's, like, a family-friendly show, so mm-hmm. in that way of, like, it's hilarious, and then every other episode makes me, like, super just sob uncontrollably because <laughs> I'm feeling yeah. things. I'm going to make All you watch things. it. I, I own most of it. Okay. It's so good. They always do a Christmas episode. It makes me cry. <laughs> You're going to love them. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> Don't apologize. It's all good. Um, so the last interesting fact for this one is Sin City is the name of a comic by Frank Miller. Oh, yeah. A movie adaption was made in 2005. Yeah, yeah. Which also haven't... I haven't seen it. Yeah. I remember it, though. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I only know it because I worked in a bookstore for so long. Yeah. 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 And then, Oh, I guess this isn't the last one this is the first time lucifer and his backstory is revealed okay so it's the first time we talk about him i don't know why they say spoilers like that's not a spoiler well i guess saying the first time means that we'll talk about him in the future Ooh. i mean i guess <laughs> that yeah. doesn't really but, spoil much i mean that doesn't spoil anything <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean he's kind of when there's demons involved he's gonna come up at some mm-hmm. point you know <laughs> i didn't realize that this was the first time they learned that the yellow eyes was named azazel I didn't think it was, was it? Yeah, I, I mean, that, she said, Casey said, like, Azazel, and he was like, Dean was like, who is that? And I she's know, like, Yellow I Eyes. I we mentioned it before. We might have just said it without oh, it being possible. mentioned. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, like, as I was watching it, I was like, he seems too surprised by this. Yeah. But, I don't know. When you've already seen it all, though, and you go back, it's hard to tell, like, what it's happens not new when. information, right? So it's kind of like, okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. So our research for this week is from VegasGhosts.com. So I don't think that they go into, um, do they, do the boys go to Vegas at any point? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. At least not yet. Yeah, I don't think they do. I think I read one of the books. Maybe they're in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I think they've. They've sure like mentioned Vegas a few times, but I mm-hmm. don't think an episode is ever yeah ever set there. I don't think so. Maybe, but yeah. Anyways, I figured you know 
let's get to Vegas all we can. Sin City, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so this is about the Luxor, which is a um, a hotel. I almost said an apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. A hotel there. Yeah, it's um, the big... Have you been? I've been to Vegas, but I haven't been to the... Oh, the Luxor is the cool. Luxor, it's yeah. this huge black pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says the Dark Pyramid of Vegas. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um... So it says, in the thick of the Las Vegas Strip stands an immense, glossy, jet-black pyramid. It is difficult to see inside through the opaque onyx glass. The pyramid has no markings. At night, an eerie beam of bright white light shoots skyward from the pyramid's north point, visible for miles and miles beyond in any direction. Um, In front, a sphinx reclines in a perpetual emptiness in his eyes. They're, like, so dramatic about this. They are. I like it. I like a little drama with my ghost story. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Taken in at once, the area is an uncanny reinterpretation of ancient Egypt. Hmm. It's a slice of a faraway era and desert place in the middle of another desert. <laughs> yep. Um, it says, at the very front of the popper- property... An obelisk inscribed Luxor. That's a hard one to say. Finally reveals the name of the property. Um, Since its construction, the Luxor has been a magnet for strange, chaotic energy and tragic events. Fights, terrorism, disease outbreaks, fatal accidents, and suicides. Mm. Like, and it goes into a lot of it here. Okay. (laughs) So the history of the Luxor. It says the Luxor debuted on the Vegas Strip in October 1993 after only 18 months of construction. At 30 stories, that's huge, Mm -hmm. the Luxor Pyramid is three quarters the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza. It's inspiration. So it's like huge, but it's only... It's not It's not even the full size of the... I, I kind of want to go to Egypt. It's not. It's kind of a sketchy place to go. It's not safe to go to right it's now. It's not safe. But here's the thing: is it's never going to be safe to go but, to. <laughs> but they had. Um, it it was safe for a while, and then they had their like revolution. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how long ago. Within the last ten years, and it's still not safe to go there. Yeah. My cousin went. My cousin Danny. Um, he and his girlfriend. My dad. Is, my dad has been to Egypt a few times and mm-hmm. like was really encouraging them to go on this tour to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And the day they landed was the the start of the revolution. Of course. And so they had to um they had to stay in their hotel room for like a week. Like yeah. they couldn't leave at all. I was, I don't know if it was actually a week. It was definitely long time. Uh, some days. Yeah. <laughs> More than they would have wanted. Yeah. To. <laughs> and it's it's still not safe for Americans to go there right now. Yeah. See, I mean, I guess I know some like missionaries mm-hmm. that have been there, and yeah. you know, you get pictures of them like on the pyramids or whatever yeah. and they're like they don't look like they belong you know my dad so. like after after the you know tour hours or whatever for the pyramid is closed you used to be able to um pay the guards there and they'd mm-hmm. let you go in there by themselves by yourself no nope. and my dad has done that all, quite a few times to mm-hmm. like to like meditate inside and stuff that's a creepy place to meditate let's be real mm-hmm. like there's probably still dead bodies in there oh yeah yeah you know like yeah, my dad has done some crazy shit. <laughs> For real. I mean, like, listen, that's impressive, though, because I would not have the guts. <laughs> I wouldn't either. So. Honestly. There's that. Uh-uh. The, the pyramid, like, the pyramids, um, they freak me out. It's not like, it's, there's, like, little walkways where you have to duck down and crawl. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, you can stand up and walk through the whole it's thing. It's not open. <laughs> it's, like, rooms and into rooms into mm-hmm. rooms, a little passageways. I would get yeah. too claustrophobic, I think. There's no open floor plan there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, um, so the Luxor Pyramid's light beam is the strongest beam of light in the world, visible Whoa. even to, pl- to pilots flying hours away in Southern California. 
Wow. That's cool. That's impressive. I didn't know that. Um, Inside, its interiors are lined with murals and statues depicting depicting Egyptian iconography, mirroring the strongly themed exterior. The resort is also home to the only full-scale reproduction of King Tut's tomb outside of Egypt. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Um, So, the first deaths... um, were so it says William Bennett, the then CEO of Circus Circus Enterprises, who's you know the people that built the um the, the building. There you have the right, right. House, like built the company. No, built the building. Um, he managed to keep the opening costs really low at pretty much all costs. <laughs> um, the initial costs were only three or three hundred seventy-five million. Um, and then the Mirage, which is down the strip, was. 630 million oh, so wow. i mean you know pretty cheap mm-hmm. um so it says however bennett's financial efficiency did not come without other price without another price tag which was lives um construction wasn't completed by the time the luxor opened as a result some guests stayed in rooms that weren't entirely finished the hotel's elevator system called inclinators due to how they follow the hotel's slanted shape at a 39-degree angle, didn't work correctly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not long after opening, the building itself was literally sinking into a soft spot, which was highly uncommon for the typically hard desert floor. It is quite unlikely that the resort's construction was a rush job on the tight deadline that couldn't be met. The process, at least... Wait, it is quite likely, sorry, not unlikely, that the resort's construction was a rush job on a tight deadline that couldn't be met. In the process, at least two constructor, construction workers, oh my gosh, <laughs> reportedly, um, as it is believed that their deaths are covered up to protect the resort's reputation, died. Hmm. Um, some local sources suggest as many as seven workers perished in building the Luxor, um, perhaps significantly due to the main pyramid's steeply sloping shapes. This is really hard. They have a lot of hard sentences. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm just super tongue-tied today. Um, the Luxor's construction is considered to have been extremely difficult and dangerous. The resort's construction may very well remain the most treacherous construction process in the history of the Strip. Hmm. Uh, the fallen workers have not gone completely forgotten, however. At times, especially in the quiet parts of the hotel, the ghosts of the construction workers can be seen. Um, when the Luxor's Nile riverboat ride was still operational, some guests claimed to have seen their ghosts roaming the tunnels. Oh, Sketchy. And that's then you're creepy. stuck there and you can't do anything. Yeah, no. that's crazy. Ugh. Um, they are far from the only paranormal presiden- presidences. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I don't understand what's going on. It's okay. You're doing fine. (laughs) They are far from the only paranormal presences within the complex. Um, So there's been accidents and suicides. Since its calamitous construction, the Luxor has been maligned with remarkably bad luck. More specifically, its guests, visitors, and employees have suffered. In September of 1996, just a few years after the Luxor's opening, a woman jumped from the 26th story of the hotel, falling to her death. Oh, my God. Okay, the first thing that comes to my mind, though, is that it's all just slant. So if you jump, I mean, unless she's jumping to somewhere inside the building. She's got to be, because you can't jump you from can't the outside. You can't open, yeah. Yeah, there's no, so. It, there's no opening, if you, so. If you're in there and you look up, you see the floors. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. never been in there, so yeah. I don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So, eh, okay. Um, I mean, I. Now, now watch. That's totally wrong. That's what I remember is being able to see yeah. the floors inside so, and rooms. So yeah. she had to jump from inside. Yeah. I was going to say, because, like, 
my thoughts immediately go to you're just gonna slide you know (laughs) yeah exactly well you by the time you hit the bottom you probably would be pretty banged up but it'll break your fall for the most part you'd probably be going a pretty decent speed but you'd probably Mm -hmm. just roll off of it you know Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> me and my morbid mind, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> um, it says, immediately the woman died from severe head injuries. No kidding. Um, per Clark County Sergeant Bill Keaton, it was over very quickly, which you would hope. I would you know, hope, like yeah. If you fall from 26 stories, you're dead on impact. Yeah. There's no way. Um, so it says, her injuries were so severe that she could not be readily identified and she carried oh no God. identification on her. The woman landed by the old buffet's entrance. <laughs> Oh, my God. Which shortly after her death was completed, thoroughly cleared out and converted into a, th- a food court. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, crazy. We're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's never been made evident why the woman jumped. Her sadly very real death has become the stuff of morbid legend. Stories that she had or stories that she was a sex worker who, grieving the recent HIV diagnosis, killed herself, have proliferated in the decades since the woman's death. Hmm. Um, like the construction workers, her ghost is believed to haunt the seven, or the 26th floor. There was no seven in there. I don't know where I got that. As if, also like them, her spirit is trapped in the last place where she was alive. This woman is not the only Luxor occupant to have fallen, intentionally or not, to her death. There have been at least a few other falls, such as a man falling to his death from a 10th floor. His death, unlike the woman's, was never ruled a suicide. So what they're saying here is that he was drunk as a skunk and fell over the railing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's probably what happened. I don't know how high up the railings are, because I've I've never been anywhere except for on that floor. I think I saw Uh a show there. I saw, like, the Chris Angel show. I think that's at the Luxor. I'm I don't even know positive. who that is. <laughs> Chris Angel. Yeah. Well, there's a supernatural episode called Chris Angel is a douchebag. Oh, really? And he's a he's a magician. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to like. I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I will once I see it again. <laughs> yeah. Chris Angel is not in the episode or mentioned at all. I think in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Ta-da! I know. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> um, so apparently there was a bomb. Oh my god. Um, in May 2007, in the Luxor parking garage, a coffee cup was left atop a car of a 24-year-old Luxor food court employee. When the employee went to remove the cup, the cup exploded. Um, a homemade explosion explosive device was inside the cup. The employee died from shrapnel um, from Ugh, inside the bomb. Jesus. Um, two men were later convicted of convicted of creating and placing the bomb but they didn't know the victim furthermore there is no apparent motive as to why they made or left the bomb so they're just like decided to randomly bomb somebody picked a car like assholes that's horrible that's terrible like okay if you're gonna kill somebody at least have a reason don't just like want to randomly kill somebody because you can that's horrible you know like that's that's super ridiculous there's Mm no mm -mm. ugh anyways um, so there's a fatal fighting there in June 2010 in a suite at the Luxor. The former, a former University of Nevada Las Vegas football player, Demario Reynolds, got into an altercation with Jason Sindelar. Hmm? I think I said that right. Um, a mixed martial arts fighter. <laughs> According to police, the two men were friends, but Sindelar and his girlfriend's fighting fatally destroyed their friendship. Um, during a party, Sindelar and his girlfriend verbally fought in the Luxor suite. Uh, Reynolds intervened. He asked the MMA fighter to leave the party. Witnesses reported that Sindelar was highly drunk and angry. <laughs> the fighter then attempted to grab his girlfriend by the throat and hit her. 
Reynolds further intervened, trying to restrain the fighter in a bear hug on the bla- on the bathroom floor, per one witness. Um, after a short while, Reynolds let him go and went to the main bedroom. Sindelar followed. Punches were exchanged. The first fight was broken up quickly. The fighter left the suite. So I'm guessing they meant Sindelar. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for Reynolds, the conflict didn't end there. Sindelar soon returned to the suite. He lunged at Reynolds and proceeded to strike him in the chest and the head. The fighter pulled the other man to the floor and continued to hit him relentlessly. Like, dude, what the heck? Must have been crazy drunk. I guess. Um, the fight was broken up again. Party attendees contacted security. By the time Reynolds was taken to Desert Springs Hospital, he'd already been brutalized too badly. He died from his injuries at the hospital. Wow. Um, naturally, such fighting is woefully not unusual when alcohol and tempers come into play. But yeah. in this fight, unlike the average intoxicated spat, it abruptly ended in death. That's really sad. Like, dude. Mm. So there's an inclinator incident. Like, what's an inclinator? That's the elevator system. Okay, yeah, yeah. The I elevator like, system. It's like, I, I only know that because you said it. Just yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I yeah. said it, but I didn't remember no, that's it. Okay. It's fine. That's okay. Um, if you recall the Lexer's inclinators mentioned earlier, you remember that they are odd diagonal elevators at the resort. I could have just read it and, like, you know, it's faked fine. my way through that. It's fine. <laughs> that detail is important, even as. Even as that aspect of the Luxor is seemingly cursed. In 2012, an airman from Nellis Air Force Base got in a fight with a colleague in the first floor lobby of Luxor's West Tower. The colleague pushed the airman against an elevator door, which then inexplicably opened, (gasps) despite no elevator compartment being present. The airman fell 25 feet down an empty shaft... An empty shaft... (laughs) An entry... (laughs) Empty shaft to the basement level. He was taken to the hospital in critical condition. In the six years since the fall, there have been seemingly no clear updates on the man's condition other than some sources stating he later died from his injuries. So he just, like, disappeared. That's crazy. Just, like, nobody even bothered to follow up with, oh, that guy that got shoved down the elevator shaft. Like, nobody Oh, that's terrifying that the elevator just opened. That the doors just opened. I know. Well, like, and was it the... It was the, the... doors the doors yeah the door like so not the elevator doors but the doors that open to go into the elevator yeah yeah right wait yeah yeah but because isn't there well i guess there's technically there's really only one door there's like two or three layers to it but it's just Mm -hmm. the one i was like how can you just have one of them anyways (laughs) but there's no elevator there yeah when it opens so yeah just yeah right down yeah um so, well, because, like, some elevators, like, I've seen the fancy elevators, like, they have one door open and then another opens. Mm-hmm. So. Right, right. Um, so there's a D. D- oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't right now. It's totally okay. Okay. <laughs> so there is a disease outbreak. Um, as if the Luxor didn't already have a history of troubling incidents. In 2012, the resort faced bacterial contamination that led to three hotels three hotel guests falling ill the legionella bacteria i've never even heard of i that, haven't either um which causes legionnaire's disease like i've heard of that but I've i don't know that. what it is mm-hmm. um was found in water samples at the luxor after testing though the luxor did respond appropriately superheating and chlorinating the water system to kill the water dwelling bacteria this effort couldn't save one de- one guest who died from the infection wow um worse after the two f- Okay, I keep highlighting things on accident. <laughs> After the first two cases of Legionnaires were discovered, the Luxor's water was tested, but no bacteria showed up on this test. This mysterious discrepancy likely followed the bacteria to somehow go undetected, likely allowed the bacteria to somehow go undetected long enough to later contaminate and kill the third effective, 
affected guest. So that's sad. Just hanging out in the water supply. Yeah. Ugh. Um. So the curse. <laughs> there are a wide variety of theories as to why the Luxor has been the site of so much strife. Um, perhaps the horrific events at the Luxor are in no small part due to the resort's Egyptian theming. Uh, the Luxor imported reproductions of ancient Egyptian artifacts from Egypt for his King Tut or for the King Tut replica display, um, toting true traditional craftsmanship. Oh my gosh, the methods and materials used to create the replicas were the same as those in ancient Egypt. Um, unfortunately, this careful attention to detail and cultural importance did not extend to the rest of the property. Um, per one common theory, the Luxor has been cursed for its in attention to ancient Egyptian beliefs. Hmm. The Luxor only has one sphinx, purportedly having two sphinxes is essential to protect the pyramid, as is thought to be the case with the original Great Pyramid of Giza, where there is likely another sphinx that was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly, the shape of the pyramid is thought to, inher- to inherently have mystical properties and possibly even attract dark energy. Unless an eye, or the shape of one, is one day placed at the top of the pyramid, the Luxor's pyramid will supposedly remain cursed forever. Because isn't there is an eye on the pyramid, isn't there? I don't know. I mean, it's on all of our money. Yeah. There's an eye at the top of the pyramid. I don't think there is. Hold on. I have I have dollars. <laughs> yeah, on the dollar. Up. But like in real... Oh, in real life. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, there's got to... I know it's there on is, money. There is on the dollar, yeah. Yeah. But in real life, I don't think so. I don't... You I don't know, think so. Maybe not, or maybe it's like inside it somewhere on like I've never heard about this. I don't know. I'll ask my dad. I don't know. I mean it would make sense if they put it on money that it was like there. But I don't know if it's actually I mean I I, I don't know. So. I mean they have a random collage of a bunch of different crap on money. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> That's gonna um, make me feel crazy. Look I'm, it up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. Further, guests of certain superstitious cultures have been reluctant to even enter the Luxor being, due to it being modeled after a tomb, which is thought to bring bad luck, not ideal when you're seeking out a place to gamble, and morbidity. The most popular theory as to why the Luxor is possibly cursed is rooted more in American history than mysticism, where the Luxor now sits was once the site of a popular burial ground for mobster victims, <laughs> as it was at the time off the beaten path. As is common knowledge, the property built a property built atop a graveyard never has good fortunes. No matter what the explanation, the Luxor has been indisputably an epicenter of grievous incidents. Hmm. Um, despite its misfortunes, the Luxor the Luxor is obviously still open, operational, and otherwise successful. Um, yeah, and then yeah. it gives information on if you want to go visit. Huh. <laughs> so, did you say it's the most haunted hotel? That's what I it seemed to be. Yeah, it was like okay. the most haunted hotel in Vegas. Okay, that's um, exciting. Yeah. So, huh. Hmm. You know, I mean, and it doesn't. I mean, there's some ghosts, but it seems like most people just have really bad accidents. You know, yeah. like whether it be from drinking too much or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, <sighs> a place that I probably don't want to stay <laughs> yeah i didn't stay there i've been in there once yeah. um i just googled ion pyramid and nothing came up with an actual pyramid it just talked about the dollar bill yeah so i don't think that that's in real life huh i wonder pyramid. like if there's because i know there's a the big pyramid i think there's other pyramids though isn't yeah, there in there's, egypt there's so the main three that yeah. are right there so i wonder 
what are the what are their names? Pyramids. Pyramid. No, 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 no. Come on. Pyramids of Giza, right? Yep. So there's the Great Pyramid. There's the the Great Pyramid of Giza. Oh wait, no, this is just giving me. There's the Pyramid of Khafre. Khafre. I, I don't know. Pyramid of Djoser. Pyramid of Men Menkar. I don't know if these are all. Oh, there's in, definitely other there's, pyramids besides yeah. those three. I, I mean, those are the first ones that kind of come up that look like they're in the same area, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to <clears throat> like figure out because, like, where did the eye on the money then come from? Um, you know? Yeah, the, it, there was like conspiracy theory articles about the eye on the pyramid. And yeah, it's, like, I've the seen whole thing. some of those, yeah. but I don't know yeah. like where it. Well, talking know? about Vegas leads me into my itch at ass what moment. Hey! <laughs> I was just in Vegas for the Supernatural Convention, which was amazing. It was amazing. I went with my Aunt Kelly, who is so much fun. <laughs> More fun than I am, honestly. Um, no, you guys uh, are both fun. I, I mean, I'm the kind of fun that wants to go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that can be fun. Yeah. I love sleeping. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, anyway, we went and um, we had our first day there. And it was it's the only, of all the conventions, it's the only one that's four days instead of three days. Um, so I was pretty excited. We stayed, it's at the Rio, and we stayed at the Rio. Um, and so first day was awesome. Second day, um, Rachel Miner. I'm not going to tell you what character she plays because that'll be a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but, not doing um, that. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. But um, if you already she, know, though, you already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she um, suffers from MS, and every time she like goes to do a panel, every time I've sat in one, I've cried. And so she's like the most inspirational person. She's lovely. Like, yeah, and you know, like I feel like most people don't want to be, you know described as inspirational you know I mean to a certain extent especially when they've got some sort of like disability or whatever because they're like okay really but I mean really she is like she's just so down to earth and like she's got a good grip on life she does and you know the first thing she always says is like I love you guys Mm -hmm. and she's just so like so like giving and some people asked Mm -hmm. some kind of like sob story questions and Mm -hmm. she was just I'm gonna say inspirational yeah. but she she just she's just great yeah. I don't know I just every time I see her I cry yeah and you I know? think it's so like she cries throughout her panels too. yeah like she's constantly mm-hmm. got a little drip going and it's most yeah. and it's not usually because like she's saying like oh this has you know been hard for me or whatever mm-hmm. it's more of like a, I love you guys and then she just like starts crying you yeah know? yeah, <laughs> she's yeah like, she comes out in her wheelchair and she's got like a unicorn head on the front of the hilarious. wheelchair and the unicorn butt on the back now yeah she's, I thought she had that last time oh she? did she I don't, oh, I don't remember. remember yeah it seemed new maybe it's a new butt I don't <laughs> it know could be a new butt. <laughs> <laughs> so so she comes out and somebody asks like this question that is sort of talking about their hard life and her, you know, asking for advice for something that was kind of cry worthy. Mm-hmm. And I just start like crying. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to cry. And I'm trying really hard not to cry. 
so hard that I get an instant migraine. <laughs> and At that just, point, just cry. It just it just slammed right into my head, you know. Yeah. And there it was, and I was like, okay, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. I can deal with this. And I couldn't. <sighs> so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and like I'm just gonna try and cry. So yeah. that maybe this headache will stop. So I, I get up in the middle of like Rachel's panel and I tell my aunt like I'm going to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I cry and the headache does not go away. Well, because crying will make it worse. Cause oh, the my pressure, God. You know? Totally. <laughs> so I come back out. I sit down. I get the end of like Rachel's panel. And after her is going to be I think his name is Christian Keys. I can't even tell you the character he plays because it'll ruin something. Mm. But um, I told you before who Mm -hmm. he plays, right? Okay. Yeah. And so um, I had never seen him in a panel before. You know, he's in the like, like what, the 13th season, 13th and 14th season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I really wanted to see him, but this headache was just not going away. It was just like pounding. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I need to go lay down. Yeah. You know? So um, I was in the room like trying to like I took so many drugs <laughs> to try and get rid I mean I didn't I didn't overdo it yeah but um I was in there for about gosh I mean probably six hours just laying in bed trying to deal with this headache Jeez. that would not calm down um so um it's trying my my aunt her brother who she hadn't seen in like a decade or something crazy um, was in Vegas that weekend with his wife and mm-hmm. she wanted to get dinner with them. Like, and this was the only time they could do it mm-hmm. and we could do it, you know? Yeah. So I finally took like a bunch of Benadryl <laughs> so that I just wouldn't care about the headache. <laughs> yeah. And I, I rallied and I made it to dinner and I felt relatively okay mm-hmm. for that. So I, I did. And after that was uh, karaoke mm-hmm. and I felt good for karaoke. So anyways, I just, I really wanted to see a couple panels that I missed because I gave myself a headache because I didn't want to cry. So what panels did you miss other than his i don't even remember um jason mann's oh man i mean i, I have never sat through one of his panels i was gonna say because like one. the last couple that we've been to that's usually like where you go and like hang out with killian yeah you know so yeah. I, i've never man I've one never. of these days you're gonna make it to a jason Mann's i know panel. i really want he's to he's got a really good voice yeah i, I love I it him. like usually somebody asks him to sing hallelujah mm-hmm. just for those of you who don't know jason mann's is like one of the musical people of supernatural like i did catch like maybe 10 minutes of his panel and he explained that he his one of his songs was on one episode of supernatural for 12 seconds mm-hmm. and that's it yeah i mean but he is still like he was on supernatural with his music mm-hmm. so <laughs> he was he was really funny um during the the concert that loud and swain does um he he and rob sang mm-hmm. hallelujah yeah so I got to hear that at least. Yeah. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That I was, love that. Oh, Kelly and I cried. Yeah. It was it was pretty emotional for Kelly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I cried too. That's, it's, I love their version of it. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot, um, you know, like they play it on Shrek and they play it in like so mm-hmm. many different movies and you just hear it on the radio or whatever. But like, I think their version is probably my favorite. Uh, real. I think that... I think Rufus Wainwright is my favorite. I mean, he's good. I like yeah. him. But I think it's just like the blend of the two voices. Oh, yeah. They like, do. That's what does it for me. Because it's know. more than one person singing it. I, I don't think. know. I don't even know if I can commit to that. I love Jeff Buckley's version. I do, too. I mean, I like all of them. It's a good song, no matter yeah. who sings it. Yeah. So, so anyways, my agent or asshole <laughs> was giving myself a migraine and missing most of a day of a supernatural convention. So that sucked. But, but the convention was awesome. 
it was it sounded like it was it was amazing and jensen came out and sang with um rob benedict's band he sang son of a bitch and it was so (laughs) good it was so good it made my whole weekend so i don't i forget did he write that song no that's a song that that's a song that they play on the radio Really? Yeah. I've never heard it. Oh, no. We'll play it. I'll it play it for like you. It's such and, a Dean song. Yeah. You'll you'll recognize it. We'll play it after we're done recording. Okay. You'll be like, oh, that song. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, it didn't sound familiar, though, when he was singing it even with, like, Jensen. Like, I don't think I've. I think you'll recognize it. Oh, okay. I truly do. So, anyway, yeah. what was your Ijitteras moment? <laughs> so, my, I guess it was Vistaprint's ass butt moment. Okay. So, we were making um, business cards for... We make business cards, you guys! we <laughs> So excited about this. I mean, mostly because, like, we've both had a couple people like, hey, what's the... And, like, how do we find it or whatever? And we have mm-hmm. to, like, write it down on a sticky note and give it to them or something. Where it's just like, here, take this. So yeah. we've got, like, our Facebook and... The our Podbean website. Site and oh my gosh, like, you guys! At the convention, I told two strangers about the podcast. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I don't like talking to strangers <laughs> or people or being social really at all, <laughs> which is really funny that I have a podcast. But I'm just like talking to you, Rochelle. That's yeah, okay with me. Fine, yeah, you know? and it just happens to be recording. Yeah, and it would have been nice to be like, oh, here's my business card. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, anyways, hey, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't necessarily call it a business card. Just be like, hey, here's our information or yeah, our card. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some way of informational card <laughs> the cat just decided to just like freak out and run across the floor <laughs> and it scared me she does that frequently she'll randomly she'll just like waltz out into the middle of the living room and then just all of a sudden just Wah! and then just take off running yeah, yeah and she is not a light runner folks like you can hear it she sounds like a herd she of elephants sounds like a like a rabbit like a bunny <laughs> rabbit yeah like oh my gosh okay okay i'm sorry um, i interrupted your agent moment. no no it's totally fine so vistaprint um we were going okay there's multiple things wrong with what was going on here so you know, we made our cards and we put every, we wrote everything down. And then, you know, I'm trying to click on these, like, oh, we wanted to get a couple of t-shirts for us. And then like a couple of tote bags for us just to like carry all of our stuff in and to have something maybe to like wear to a convention or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I keep clicking on these things and I'm going, okay, this is what I want. This is the size that I want. I'd like adjust the photo. So it looked, you know, how we wanted it to. And then it would never show up in the cart. And I tried this like twice. It wouldn't do it. And so I had to go all the way through and like redesign something completely different. I had to like redesign a shirt. This took and hours. It literally probably, yeah, took like an hour and a half yeah. to just figure out how to get two t-shirts because it was just being difficult. Um, <laughs> but uh. Uh, yeah, so there was that. And then we finally get through this whole process and I'm going to check out and it's like, okay, do you want, what shipping do you want? Do you want the shipping that's like... or $6.99. I'm like, I'm not in a hurry. Let's go $6.99. You know? Yeah. Why why not? It's not the end of the world if it comes a few days later. And so I'm like, okay, I go through all of it. And it says, this is what you want. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I go and it says my total is $34.74 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, great. You know? And then I go and I'm like, well... It says that this page cannot be reached or whatever, or something like that. It was saying there's something wrong with it the page. It said there's a problem. Yeah, it said that there's a problem with this page. So, like, yeah. when you click confirm and pay or whatever, then it goes immediately to there's a problem. And we're like, okay. So did it I'm even like, go through? Did it go through? And so I go and I look on my app for my bank, 
and it says that it charged me, but it says it charged me forty four fifty, and I'm like, that's another ten dollars. What happened? You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I don't understand, and I guess it must not have like added the sales tax in there and maybe or maybe it bumped know. up your shipping maybe well, it went to a different also shipping also it did that because it said that it was the 8.99 shipping and cuz oh. it's like oh here's what you're paying for it's going to come on April 23rd or whatever and then in your email and the no 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 on the site oh okay and then i go to the email to say well okay let's make sure that i mean it charged my account but i don't know if the order actually went through because it gave us a, like a malfunction page and then it was like, oh, yeah, you paid for this shipping and it's going to come earlier, which is like, okay, that's nice, but that's not what I wanted, you know? Like, right. That's I don't not what I picked. You know? So yeah. I'm just kind of like hoping that we get the right things. Yeah. And it's not like two random t-shirts and a bunch of business cards that we can't use, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so we'll see. I think it'll be good. I'm really excited. I'm excited to be able to like, hey, here's this. You yeah. Know? Instead of having to, like, sticky note it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, somebody grab me a pen and a sticky note or a piece of paper or something. Yeah. So, anyways. <sighs> Vista print. Ugh. Ass butt. I totally. Know. They were ass butts. It's fine. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandassbuttspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. <laughs>